following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. And we mentioned that the indictment against Trump unsealed 34 felony counts for falsifying, allegedly falsifying uh, business records. Next hearing date will be in December. They say December? That long? I just looked at it on TV as Trump's getting ready to leave New York. Hey, you're going to see both political parties going after each other now in the courts. In December. So this is going to linger that long. Common sense, folks. I don't care about politics or who you support or don't support, but we need common sense in America, and we need to look at what's going on in our country and around the world right now more than ever before. We do. He had to do the perp walk. Former president of our country. Mm. Just look at what's going on in this country and around the world. And now the next hearing's not until December? Yeah, the court system moves really fast in America, doesn't it? It's amazing. Lighter side of life, we threw out our bush light, huge questions of the day. One, who do you like to win the green jacket on Sunday at Augusta? And the second one, I agree that Iowa shouldn't be at the White House with LSU, but I think... After LSU gets their championship celebration, the White House should entertain Caitlin Clark as the Women's Player of the Year and bring along her teammates, who she always puts first. I have no issue with that. And Caitlin Clark put everything to bed. She doesn't have any any issue with anything that happened. But the fact that women's college basketball had a 48, if not... 72-hour cycle of everybody in the media and Twitter talking about them. That's a win for women's college basketball. It is. As I said in my opening huge opinion about an hour ago, I think this past weekend, Final Four action, women's college basketball, is the same launching point that we watch with Magic and Larry in 79 and what it did for 
not only college basketball, but eventually what Magic and Larry did for the NBA. And then along came Michael, and we we know the rest of the story, right? So you tell me, does Caitlin Clark deserve an audience with President Biden and the First Lady? Answer those questions, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's HUGE to 21000. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, will join us. I did see that ESPN with the college basketball season ending last night, just like they did in football after Georgia won the national championship. They have their way too early top 25 college basketball poll, and they had Izzo and Michigan State at number six next year. And that's going to be interesting with the hype on Izzo's top recruiting class or one of the best he's ever had. And then you look at... Dickinson gone, Jed Howard gone, Kobe Bufkin gone with Michigan. And what top shelf transfer portal guys are going to come walking into a situation where Michigan will be, at least right now on paper, one of the worst teams in the Big Ten in hoops next season. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from our affiliate. The game, 7.30 a.m. You can hear him weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Also on TV in the Lansing State Journal. Huge show airs tape delayed every weeknight at 6 p.m. On the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. I didn't know the last time we had Tim scheduled. I was at the Doak Dean benefit in Lowell. And Superfly said, what about Stout? Uh, We'll do him later. And I thought he moved him later. But Tim uh, stayed on hold. Uh, then told Superfly, uh, do you know who I am? And he got a little upset. So, Tim, I apologize for that miscommunication during my live broadcast. Well, it's not a big deal. I stayed on hold because it's such a big deal to get on the show. I waited three hours, and then I thought I may not get on today. <laughs> so I thought, the, I thought the guest you had on was a better guest than I had. And by the way, I can't tell you how many times my son lives – two miles from Tropicana Field. I can't tell you how many times we've been to Furs before the Rays games there on that outdoor place. You could spend all day at Furs before going to a Rays game and have a great time. So when I heard you at Furs, I said, I know right where he is and mm. what he's doing. Yeah, that, that is one of the biggest outdoor sports bars I've ever seen in my life. And we were there Wednesday and Friday doing the show. And then I did a five-hour tailgate at Ferg's before the Tigers' first pitch, a little after 3 p.m., and then because of opening day in Tampa with the Tigers, the game was only two hours and 18 minutes, we came back and did another four and a half hours of tailgating with Marty and the Michigan Sports Network. And, And I'll say this, Tim, I was stunned how many people that I met at Ferg's who either were down there on spring break who had planned a trip to watch the Tigers open the season coming from Michigan or did the live in Michigan uh, six months and live down in Florida three or four or five, six months a year, and they listen on the iHeart app or at the thehugeshow.net. I, I was overwhelmed uh, with the joy of listeners coming up to me talking about how they listen to the show, and here I was 
1,100 miles from home, if not further, at Ferg's in Tampa. Amazing. He, his office, my oldest, his office is about four blocks from there, so he knows the owner of Ferg's. And he says those guys are sweating bullets every year because, you know, the owner of the Tampa Bay Rays, he wants a new stadium. As you know, where that place is located, there's not nearly the population a major league club needs. So we've been to several games there, Bill. I don't know. I mean, I know this isn't your topic. I love that place. I think the sight lines are great. You can see everything. The ambiance is good. I, I enjoy going to games there. And the one break they get are for the games earlier in the year, like you say, on spring break or whatever, depending on what the road team is, especially the Yankees or the Red Sox. You know, they have the visiting fans go in there and watch the games. But when I heard you, I was listening to the show. So when I said, he's at first, I said, I know where he is. And he's having a good time before the ball game. And then people go there, you know, after the game for a nightcap because the food's cheaper than what you get inside the stadium. Yeah, it was awesome, man. And and they have Wisconsin roots, so they were good Midwestern people. And, man, I met listeners from northern Michigan, uh, from Cadillac, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, uh, down to Vicksburg. I mean, the entire weekend there uh, in St. Pete was, you know, east side of the state, Detroit, just a, a phenomenal. I, I, I didn't expect it, uh, but it was awesome. And then watching the Tigers, I, again, I, you know, I looked and said they're going to struggle, but then, you know, you watch the Tigers swing the bat last night, and maybe that says something about Tampa's pitching, their lineup, a true American League contender, and it was nice to see the Tigers hit the baseball last night. Well, especially Veerling. I mean, look, there's 162 of these things. You couldn't have much of a worse series than what they had in Tampa, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't know where this is going to go from, you know, from here. I mean, obviously Houston didn't get out of its bullpen what it needed because, you know, it came back in the game. And usually if you score six runs on the Tigers, you got enough to win the game. But that's one out of 162 last night. So, you know what, like A.J. and all those managers say, win or lose, you go to the next day and the next day and the next day, you know, and go on from there. But at least they're not coming home 0-6. And that was what I thought might be on the table for them. Yeah, and they're going to be a team that, you know, if they get the 70 wins, it would be a major accomplishment. And I think this entire year is going to be about developing uh, the future. It's almost a re-rebuild after how Alavila just bottomed it out, similar maybe to what uh, Patricia and Quinn did with the Lions, but you're not going to be able to do it as fast in baseball as the Lions are doing it in football. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think so, Bill. They got a lot of young guys, and and you, you know, once they get into the, their bullpen or you get deeper into their rotation, I mean, I thought Boyd looked pretty good, but I wonder if he stays healthy. You know, a lot of their problems through the years is just keeping guys healthy that have performed for them. So I don't know. We finally got through basketball, so now baseball can take center stage a little bit moving forward. I wish one year before I die there's a decent day of weather for opening day in Detroit just for those fans. They'll play the game Thursday, but, you know, it's going to be in the mid-40s. But I guess if you live in Michigan, you get used to that. And, uh, and uh, you know, at least we have another season, uh, you know, that's here. So that's good. And, by the way, they've updated the weather forecast. They're now saying around 55 and sunny. I think this weather wow. is going to move through. Uh, the cold part of it will get out of there uh, by Thursday morning. So now they're saying 55 and sunny uh, for the Tigers opening day. And I'll be down uh, in Detroit uh, at Tin Roof. And also I'll make a stop over at Harry's uh, doing the circuit 
on Thursday morning for the Tigers home opening day. I did want to get you on, Tim, to talk about uh, the way too early top 25 college basketball poll with UConn winning the men's title last night and hammering San Diego State. Uh, It stuck out to me that UConn was preseason number one in this way too early 2023-2024 men's basketball top 25. Marquette two, Duke three, Kentucky four, Florida Atlantic five, and Michigan State six, followed by Kansas, Arizona, Houston, and Creighton in the top ten. So there you go for Izzo and the Spartans. Well, I think what's different, Bill, about it, though, at this time in the world that we live in in college athletics, you know, you got fifteen or 1,400 these players in the portal. And I noticed today a number of other players from mid-major Division One schools, and some from the major schools. Alabama lost a key kid today to the portal. I mean, take Michigan. If you were to evaluate Michigan right now, right today with the roster they have, you'd say, man, are they ever going to win a game? But you know doggone well. When you got 13 scholarships and you're pretty well done recruiting players out of high school, well, you got a wealth of talent that's out there looking for a new opportunity. You're telling me there won't be players interested in playing at Michigan right away. Now, I think it's extremely difficult to determine what those rosters are going to be. Now, more than likely, Michigan State's roster is relatively set, okay? Uh, if, if you assume that they don't lose Walker and Hall, and even if they do, which I don't think they will, but even if they do, uh, you know, they, they got guys around that, and, you know, they're, they're, he's, you know, he says what he wants about not going to the portal, but he's got his time. He's got his eyes open. Don't, don't think he doesn't. Um, but I think if you had to look at the Big Ten for next season as of this very moment, you'd look at two teams. You'd look at either way, one or two, two or one, Purdue and Michigan State. Now that's assuming that Zach Eady comes back. And the Purdue people think that he's probably going to come back. And I think a lot of the influence on a lot of these guys coming back is name, image, and likeness money. And some of these guys that are no lock for the NBA draft, as you know, I mean, the, the, the whole school is going to figure out a way to compensate them to the point where they, they do better staying in school and getting paid than going elsewhere and getting paid. I'm thinking that other teams like Indiana and Ohio State and Maryland have a shot to move into that group of the top five or so. But that's assuming that I know who they basically have coming back and who they're bringing in. Illinois and Michigan look as if they've been completely decimated, and Northwestern's lost players, too. I think Minnesota and Nebraska are way too far behind. I never think Wisconsin has enough. Uh, Rutgers is a tough call, but, you know, Rutgers faded badly at the end. So if you looked at the Big Ten on April 4th, you'd clearly say it's probably Purdue and Michigan State moving forward. But even then... You know, you look at once all these big-time teams, all those 4-1 seeds that dominated play got to the NCAA tournament, look how they they lasted. And I think it's too bad in a way that the 31-game regular seasons don't have more merit for those who achieve because if you get knocked out, especially early on like a Purdue did, then everybody remembers you as a failure. And I think that's too bad, but that's what the NCAA tournament has become because that's what you remember moving forward. Everybody said, you know, this tournament all about us parody. Anybody can win and all that. That's true. But name me the next time in my lifetime, the winning team in the NCAA men's tournament is going to win the event by an average of 20 points a game, which is exactly what Connecticut did. Yeah, UConn was solid, and I, I think with Izzo and his recruiting class, depending on who comes back, preseason top 10, Michigan uh, losing Dickinson, if he ends up at Maryland, that could put Maryland uh, in a Final Four Big Ten champion conversation. So the portal's changed. Look at the women. LSU had nine transfer portal players. Nine. 
No that, question. That's how it's no going to be. It, think, it's free agency I mean, now. You know, I had Ann Wright I, on yesterday, Tim, and, you know, he's a good, uh, has a, a great Twitter feed on hoops. He said that a lot of college teams are hiring like a general manager now to work alongside the coach, and they go evaluate everybody in the transfer portal from all levels, D1, D2, D3. If you don't, you're behind the eight ball. I mean, to me, especially in basketball, because in football you may need a lot of guys. But in football, one guy can change it for you, let alone two. And, you know, you look at the teams like Florida Atlantic and some of these other teams that made a run, and, well, this guy's in the port. You know, some of these guys have been at two other schools before they get to school number three. I mean, I can tell listening to Izzo his frustration. Like he says, the college players now have more free agency options than the pros have because the pros are under an initial contract to begin with. Well, in college, you don't have that at all. And like he said, and I agree with Tom, you're going to have coaches hating coaches. Coaches tend to get along, especially on the men's side, I think. But you're going to have these guys trying to save their jobs, and they're going to be poaching each other's players simply because you can do it. And, uh, you know, when they had the NCAA rule that you had to sit out a year before transferring, that discouraged so much of this. Now, for whatever reason, you can have the changes. I mean, think about that. 1,500. We're close to that. It was 1,200 as of Friday. Izzo said it will be 1,500 by the end of this week. Where are all those guys going to play? And you only need a couple of those guys, if they're good enough, that can take you from the depths of despair to maybe turning into you into a championship-caliber team, depending on how fast you can develop together. I, I still think, though, this type of stuff is going to drive more and more big-name veteran coaches out of the business simply because it just overwhelms them what they have to do to be able to control the rosters that college coaches used to be able to do that the pros couldn't do. Now you sign a pro, you may have him two or three years, but you know you've got him. With the, with the colleges, you can have him two or three days and something comes up and now he's gone. It's, it's amazing how this has changed. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, it could end up costing Juwan Howard his job. Uh, with the talent he'll have next year, if they're a bottom feeder in the Big Ten, uh, he's not going to get another season lot uh, to talk about next fall when we get to the start of college basketball. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed, weeknights at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in our capital city. Timmy, uh, great we could catch up again. We'll talk soon. Good. Thanks, Bill. Good to talk to you. Hang in there. All right, Tim Stout, checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Next segment, matter of fact, for over the next hour, John Vanderwall. We call him Tommy Timex is how we <laughs> approach John Vanderwall. John, you're not going to believe what happened today. Okay, So you, you were going to come in, um, and we were going to you know tape a couple segments with you. And we set it up, and you texted me about 1220 and said, we still on? I said, yeah. So I texted you back. I, I roll into work. I got to do the taping around 1 p.m. this afternoon. And uh, Superfly says, John, yeah. I said, we'll, we'll wait downstairs because I didn't bring my swipe card. Superfly had to come in uh, to our flagship station, 96 1, the game in downtown GR. So I said, I told him around 1 because I didn't get here until like 12.58 anyway. So, you know, 10, 12 minutes. Who cares if he's late? We're sitting there. We're sitting there. Finally, it's 1.20. And I, I text you like four times. I call you. Your phone's ringing. I, I tell Superfly, well, maybe he just, you know, uh, turned off his phone and, you know, he got caught up in something else. And then 
And Superfly goes, wait a minute, no. The, I it, did, though. It, it, well, it's not dead. <laughs> it, it's ringing. So you're going to love this, John. Hold on. It, 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 gets, it, gets, it gets conspiracy filled here. Uh, so we're, it's about now 25, 30 minutes. We're sitting there. We're like, okay, well, maybe he went upstairs while we're coming downstairs in an elevator, right? And he doesn't have his phone. He doesn't probably memorize my number. I don't know his number if I didn't have it in my contacts. So we go upstairs, and there's... There's no John Vanderwall up here. Now he it's, it's 140, and I go, I go to the newsroom at Wood Radio. <laughs> Hold on, John. I go to James the Game Gemmel, 96.1, the game flagship station. Sister station is a powerhouse news operation, Wood Radio, AM 1300, 106.9. I go, hey, any reports of any accidents? What way would he be coming in? I'm saying, ah, maybe, you know, from the Ada area. And they go, no, nothing. I'm going, ah. I go, this isn't like Vanderwall. And I go, I come into Superfly, who's waiting in the studio. He goes, any word? I go, no. I go, I go, where does he park normally? I go, we got to go see if he had a medical episode. So we go in the parking lot, and he knows we're walking. We're walking along, and he goes, do you know what car he drives? I go, I don't. I think he drives a truck. I go, and there's a bunch of trucks, and then all of a sudden, like, a new Mustang pulls up. I go, well, that might be him. And all of a sudden, I see someone I used to play basketball with, and Superfly goes, you mean we're just walking through a random parking lot, and you're seeing people you know? I go, yeah. I go, is he okay? I go, I, I go, I go. Check that truck over there. See if he's slumped against the wheel. <laughs> Man, that's ten toes. I had, a, I, had a rough, I had a long night. Usually, see, uh, Mondays are strength of field night on iRacing. So I, I race. So I had to tape the Tiger game. So I did the you strength. You mean the field. computer I, I race? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing that a long time. But see, Monday nights are like the night. Well, I, we're, we were literally to the point of looking into vehicles to see if you were slumped over and had a medical. Yeah, I could have been. I'm fifty six. No, we were looking for you. you know? We were looking out for you. I appreciate that. We were. I, I I called you like four times. Finally, left the message. Call me and then. And I needed you to look out for me last night at about eight forty when I got punted going into turn three at Kentucky. That's when I needed you. Was that the eye racing? Yeah. Do you get do you win money doing that? Um, you can. It's more of a it's a thing I've been doing since two thousand nine. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man. So it's it's fun. But I had two strength so of field races. So you fell asleep basically. Oh, I was out. So then I I was searching. two strength of field races. Watched the uh, Tiger game and then fell asleep and then I didn't hear anything. Boom! I was out and then I had the the, the panic text I saw and I went. Oh, 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, man. Hold on a second there. We gotta make sure we got that. We got that. Did we did we get that superfly? Just wanna make sure we got that. <laughs> I think we gotta hold okay, on. Okay, got it. Okay, just we gotta and just uh, take a deep breath there, okay? Okay, one second here. We're gonna ramp it back up. One minute, okay. Alright, let's just uh, wait a second, John. Take a deep breath because I, I told Superfly. I said I knew where this day was going when I walked in. Even before, even before we even had any of the episode. Wait, hold on a second here. Any of the episode with you? I, I just I told him. I said I had that vibe when I woke up this morning. I said, you know, this day is going to be filled with, um, it's going to be filled with a lot of interesting twists and turns. And I was in a parking lot. Checking to see if John Vanderwall was slumped over a wheel with Superfly, by the way, I do. following me. And he, he has this look of like, Bill, do you think it looks weird we're in a parking lot? What are you guys doing? I'm just looking to see if John Vanderwall kicked it. 
Oh yeah. I mean, we're we're hold on. We're we're that hooked on Vanderwall being in studio with us. Like, yeah. So I don't mean to bother you guys making out, but did you see somebody die in the parking garage here in the last twenty minutes? All right. Are you good? I'm yeah. good. Okay. I, uh, a little, little uh, sloppy tongue sometimes. Okay, that's all right. You're okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. I mean, See, we, I'm still waking up. That was, that was a great nap this afternoon. You know, yeah, it was a great nap. Got a great nap, nap. While, 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 while me and Superfly are, are searching downtown for uh, see if there's somebody chalking your body. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what we're doing. Uh, knock on wood. Okay. You know? Well, we're going to talk. Uh, stick around, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of our Tigers MLB insiders will talk Tigers and uh, in the game last night in the W and they hit the ball in the opening, you know, four games. Okay. Yep. All right. John Vanderwall in studio uh, here on the huge show. You want to join in Mercantile Bank listener line. You got a Tigers question or comment uh, for John or myself. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. 
Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in downtown GR. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of the sweetest swings from the left side of the plate. One of the great pinch hitters of all time. Pride and joy of Hudsonville, Michigan. Played at Western too, right? Western Michigan University? I did, yes. Yeah. How many years? Back then you didn't leave early, did you? No, three. Three, yeah. You couldn't leave till you're like was it 21 or... It's 21. I don't think you can leave now still, but, you know, times are changing, so who knows. Yeah, John in studio talking about the Tigers. If you have a Tigers MLB question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. So, uh, the start of the season created a little angst, and that might be an understatement uh, with the Tigers fans. And then last night... Uh, they look different, and maybe it's because of pitching. I don't know, or just taking a deep breath, a, a change in the lineup. But I liked what A.J. Hinch rolled out. Uh, I liked the pitching rotation. Uh, Boyd looked decent, you know, to get you through and and had a lead. Tigers blew it, battled back a couple of times. And, you know, to get that first win, uh, to not roll home uh, 0-6 uh, for your home opener on Thursday against the Red Sox, I I liked what I watched last night. The win was huge. If they can come out of uh, this road trip two and four, would be would be a really really good road trip for them. You know, coming into opening day Thursday, uh, at least you get a couple wins. Uh, they did look. I've liked what I've seen uh, swing wise from a lot of guys, even in Tampa. I mean, they got carved up uh, by some pretty good pitchers, but their swing planes were good. Uh, the barrel was long to the zone, completely different from what I saw last year. Last year, um, let's just say was bad, uh, early on what I see and I've watched all four games, uh, the swings look good. So what was the difference for the, the fan listening right now? The Tigers fan, John, what did you see last year compared to what you watched last night? Last year I saw the collapse of the backside, uh, the barrel in and out of the zone quick, and with an uphill plane right away. Trying to swing for the homer. Trying to swing for the homer. So the barrel, the barrel of, what you, what you want to do is you want to keep the barrel of the bat long through the hitting zone, as long as you can, through that hitting zone. Now eventually the barrel is going to come up because that's the natural... And this is where all these hitting gurus got all messed up. They said, well, well, let's get on playing on the backside. Well, you can't do that. You've got to get you've got to get the barrel to the ball out front, and then you can get your, quote, launch angle. Uh, tech has, I mean, they completely ruined the game. I think you're going to see this year. I see it with the Tigers already. I, I, I am very pleased with what I've seen on the hitting side, that they've they've planed everything out and they're keeping the barrel long through the zone, and they, they got carved up, no no doubt. If that's uh, you're talking Tampa, right? Yeah. yeah. If that's Tampa's three starter, um, the league's in a lot of trouble because the the arm action on that kid's changeup was was amazing. It it was absolutely amazing. 
You know, one thing about Riley Green, you talk about staying through uh, the barrel of the bat, through the pitch. He did it on that opposite field homer last night, which was huge for the Tigers. I, and and you know in that first inning with with uh, or the first or early part of the game yesterday you saw you saw was it three four consecutive hits or four hits in an inning they scored runs they're all opposite way they kept they kept their barrel through the zone and went the other way you didn't see that at all last year and they, you could have laid a thousand dollars out and they weren't going to do that in an inning consecutively like they did last night so to me that is very promising I, I said that last week I thought they were going to hit. Uh, I'm very, very encouraged that uh, they uh, they will hit. Uh, they're young. You have to be patient with all these guys. You guys, you have to give them 150, 100, 150 at bats, and then um, you can reevaluate again. Uh, it's not fair to any of these kids to go through one series and say, "Oh, you're terrible." Um, I, I read some some comments on on some of the social media, and I'm going. Uh, you can't you can't judge people that quick, uh, especially in baseball. Give them give them their at bats, and and we'll see we'll see after a month where a lot of these kids stand. Yeah, looking at the lineup last night, Virling uh, just had a monster game. Really, his uh, two run dinger uh, held on to be the difference. I like McKinstry at second. He's not going to be an all star, but he looks like a major league type second baseman with range. Better defensively, light years better uh, than Scope. We were talking off air. I. I don't see where you know Scope has any role with this team already. I, I'm I know it's only four games in, but he he doesn't look like he can help this team at all. Well, it's just like exactly what you're saying. You know, off air here is that I believe he's gone. That they'll release him. They're they're going to release unless unless he gets struck by lightning here and he finds a swing. He starts hitting. He's going to have to start hitting and start hitting a lot. Otherwise, I would say. First part of May, he gone, and they're going to let the kids play. I don't know what they have in AAA to to bring up to replace him, but I mean, you can see it in four games that they're not pleased with him. Um, he's already looks like he's in a platoon role already. Uh, it's not good for him. So he's going to he's still going to get some limited opportunities, I think, against uh, left-handed pitching. But if if he doesn't produce, he's out the door. You know, one swing I'd like to see a little bit more of going with a pitch and not just always swinging for. Uh, a jack is bias. I mean, my God, he just and he doesn't take any pitches to get uh, an advantage in the count. I mean, he's first pitch swinging all the time. And I know he was one for five last night. His defense is phenomenal. Oh my gosh, is he so good at shortstop? But man, take some pitches, work the count, get, get your go zone pitch. And he can do that. I have seen him do. So that why why there. isn't he doing it? Pressure on himself, maybe? No, I maybe they're telling him to do it, and he doesn't want to do it. I, I, there's, I, there's, a, there's probably a hundred reasons why. Uh, maybe they're saying, "Hey, cut your swing down. You can do this, that." And he's like, "I, I got paid, and I'm going to do what I want to do because you're going to put me in the lineup every day." I mean, he's a good player. I would think that he needs to start hitting, and 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 if he wants to, because I think he's got to hit himself out of Detroit. And I think that's the objective. He has to put up good numbers this year in order to null his contract so that he can go somewhere else. So if he hits another 230 with 17 home runs, you're going to be back in Detroit next year, buddy. And I don't believe it. Just watching his mannerisms on the field, he doesn't want to be there. What about moving the fences in for home games? What they're doing and the fans will see it Thursday night in that home opener against, or Thursday afternoon, that home opener against the Red Sox, and I'll be at 10 roof, 10 a.m., 
with a live broadcast on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, previewing the home opener, and also you'll be able to listen at thehugeshow.net. What will the fences coming in do to help the Tigers lineup compared to what we watched last year at home? Uh, it's going to drastically affect the game, and it might hurt them this year. More you talking hurt hurt the Tigers more than help them. Yes, home games. Yes, I mean that place. Uh, whoever designed that place, uh, I mean, it, it was just bad. It's too big, way too big, and they've already brought the fences in before. I I played there when the original dimensions were. Well, I was a three eighty five in the in left center. I mean, it was ridiculous, and it was like I mean, where the I think the flag was a flagpole in play there at one point. It it was ridiculous, and how big the place was, and they moved the fences in, and now they moved them in again, which people like to see offense, and at times that the place just play it plays way too big, but the balls are juiced again, so it's not it's going to be fun for the people who want to watch offense. It's not going to be fun for the Tiger pitching. John Vanderwall in studio with this former major leaguer out of Hudsonville, Michigan, played at Western and again stops with the Yankees, Padres, Giants, Expos, Reds, Pirates, right? Yeah. Who am I missing? Anybody else? I don't know. I'm still kind of dazed and confused. Okay. That that nap was good today. I sure was good. You slept right through our damn hour of... Uh, doing the show, but I'm glad you're uh, in hey, studio yeah, with us. It's awesome. I, hey, man, we're talking baseball. If you have a Tigers or MLB question, we have a lot to get to. Uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also you can join us live on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. 
Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Pirates, Padres, Reds, Expos, and more. Calls West Michigan home out of Hudsonville, played at Western. One of our Tigers MLB insiders, if you have a Tigers MLB question, you can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, it opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All right, Johnny, so you're looking at the schedule with the Tigers, and we got to take that into play. I was looking at the murderers row they have in the month of April. To start the season, you're saying 150 at bats, which basically gets into that, you know, 30, 35, 40 games, like a quarter of the season, correct? Before you're going to start judging the hitters? Yes. Absolutely. You got to, you got to give them time. So that'll be somewhere around what, you know, Memorial Day, usually a little after that, right? Yeah, May 15, May, you know, yeah. Just say, yeah, let's go Memorial Day and then, then you, then you reevaluate. Yeah. One thing I've always done on air uh, in my nearly 32 years is that, I'll, I'll look at Memorial Day, Fourth of July weekend, Labor Day weekend, the kind of you know the checkpoints on where a MLB team is at. Yeah, and that's 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 fair. And I don't think we have high. You know, we we talked last week in the season preview on air statewide that I don't have high expectations, but I was like we mentioned to start our conversation this hour. I, I liked that lineup last night. I was pleasantly surprised. I'd just like to see, and I know Torque was one for four and scored a couple of runs, which is a good major league line against a team like Houston. And, you know, just how many guys are going to pop? That really is the key because we're not talking 2023. We're looking to a year from now on how many of these Tigers could become potential all-star everyday major leaguers. Yes, and he is – Heads and tails better than where he was a year ago last You're year. talking about the swing and plate yes. presence? Yes. The only thing I don't like is that last year they said, oh, his, his eye was so good, he was just, you know, dialing in the pitches. And, I mean, I, I mean, you and I had conversations last year. I'm going, this guy's done. 
stick a fork in him early. That was early. Like the year was done, you met. Not, not career, yeah. but year, <laughs> right? The year, the year's done. He's not going to hit up here. Now, this year's different. He is keeping the barrel through the zone. He's doing well. I still firmly believe that he should have started out in AAA. Should have had he should have been been uh, hitting in AAA until the All Star break. That being said, they've made their bed and he's there. So uh, his at bats have been very good. Uh, he, he don't worry about uh, what he's got a couple hits. Don't worry about that. He, again, you got to go and give him 150 at bats and let's see where it ends up. Because where he's at right now is is looks like a pretty good place right now. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio. Like I said, you have a Tigers MLB question. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 838 4843. That's 1 838 Huge Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, a local bank you can depend on and trust. We'll have more with John. We'll get to the rest of Major League Baseball less than a weekend. Talk about the Tigers. And the Astros tonight, game two of that series in Houston after the Tigers won 7-6 last night in 11. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.